to Beauty Time with Kim and Riff. If you're new here, we're just two hairstylists surviving the beauty industry. And if we don't laugh about it, we might cry. So join us every Wednesday for the tea on our favorite products, tips, tricks, and of course, our favorite industry stories. You don't have to be a hairstylist to listen, but if you are one, you'll be able to relate. So grab a snack. It's beauty time. All right. So little beauty. Welcome to another episode of Beauty Time. With Kim and yeah. Riz. I'm Riz. That's yeah. Kim. So this week we're going to be talking about a few th- hot topics. Um, We've got a lot of hot we, yes. topics. We're always hot. Yes. Yes, this week we're going to be talking about an article that I saw circulating about Indiana lawmakers trying to pass a bill that you do not need a hairdressing license to practice hairdressing. To hair. So we'll get- yeah, a truly horrifying bill to even be proposed. Right. So we're going we're going to talk about proposition. We're going to talk about that and then we're going to get into something called the Make It Black campaign which nine different beauty brands are participating in. So we'll talk about that. Then we're going to talk, we have products of the week or a company or beauty brand of the week, I should say, called um, Uve Beauty. I hope I'm saying that right. So those are their antimicrobial brushes and beauty blenders. So we'll get into that. Then we talk about our little mullet pole and we talk about that viral Gorilla Glue in this woman's hair video oh yes and if you don't know about it we'll 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 get it well you will (laughs) just give it like give it like 15 more minutes of your life and you'll know about it because the video is type in gorilla glue in hair and this woman's video will come up (laughs) (sighs) like why is it even in an aerosol can all right anyways so if any of that interests you stay tuned for another episode of beauty time Let's kick it off with Indiana and their whack-ass bills because I know I I pulled up when I went to Google like just to refresh because I wanted to like be Mm -hmm. up on it. I saw that uh, in 2017, the governor signed a bill that made hair braiders, people who braid hair, they don't need to be licensed to braid hair. with this? What's with, yeah, like why does Indiana's governor (laughs) hate hairdressers, first of all? And second of all. What about your population gives you the confidence that they're okay <laughs> to go running around <laughs> fucking doing, you are the queen and king of kitchen cosmetologists right. now. You're going to have people coming out of the woodwork being like, I said, I saw it on a video on YouTube. I got this. I can do it. Okay, great. I appreciate your confidence, but this is not the time to do yeah. that. This is not the time to go to Sally's and get 40 volume and throw it on someone's head and melt off their hair because you saw it in the Brad Mondo video. It's right. not the time. Well, does you want to go to jail? I really don't understand why they're so concerned with hairstylists that they. Yeah, leave us alone. Right. We've been through enough. Like, so, really? We just want to go back to work. Right. So I saw. Um, so this is new. January 28th. This article came out. It was on Fox 59, I guess, in Indiana. And. Um, <laughs> I can't even nope, have Fox 59. 5. It's got to be Fox 59. <laughs> All right, so whatever. long story short, um, they said that they proposed a legislature legislature that could eliminate the need for hair stylists, cosmetologists, and estheticians to need a license to operate. And needless to say, everyone is pissed, which I would too, Mm -hmm. because, you know, you spend years and, and some people spend a lot of money in beauty school to do what we do. And so people are saying that they feel like it's devaluing the industry, which I agree with. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a skill and it's a craft, obviously, that not everyone can do. So, yeah, the legislation in question is House Bill 1364. And and it's upsetting um, everyone, all the hairstylists in the state. And they formed a petition and it's got 36,000 signatures and counting. And yeah, I it's probably got yeah. more by now. And they said they fear the bill will leave customers vulnerable to industry in 
you know, my God, injury if people aren't well trained, which of course, because they won't be trained at all. And they won't be well trained because they won't be fucking trained. They're going to be YouTube trained. And that's a problem. That's a motherfucking well, lawsuit. Well, you can get an infection. You There's chemical burns. You can get bleach in somebody's eyes. There's so many things. Yeah. You can just you can just do a bad job. You could do a worse job than somebody who's licensed. I mean, I'm totally being biased here and saying that if you don't have that piece of paper that you automatically have no talent. But, <laughs> but what are the can, odds? But you, you learn... Can- you learn but you could physics. spread hepatitis and AIDS if you cut yourself and bleed and put it on somebody else. Like it's actually pretty scary. Yeah. Just look at nail salons. Nail salons do that all the time when they reuse the fucking okay, wait. P S motherfucking A for you people out there that go to the nail salon still. I don't know if you've been living under a rock for the last ten years, but Kim just said something that like prompted me. I'm triggered. Okay. If you are going to a fucking nail salon to get any waxing on your body done, don't stop right there. Put the put it down, walk out, because what they do is they reuse the same fucking stick on you that they used on somebody else before you, and they put it back in the same wax pot. So even if they go Ew. get a new stick, you're still getting double dipped into someone's fucking coochie hair Ew. that's not going on your face. But I'm saying I'm being honest because it's right. the same wax pot. You cannot have wax at a temperature hot enough to kill the microbes that cause these like the diseases. Do you want that in your armpit? Do you want that in your butthole? Whatever you're getting waxed, don't. Go to a professional that is a like like a European wax center or like, you know, um don't do it. You will get a fucking disease. (laughs) Well, like I said, same could go for these unlicensed hairstylists that, you know, cut their clients or cut themselves and they don't clean things properly or, you know, all the shit that we just sat through going back to work for sanitation, you know, you know, even on top of reusing capes like people reuse capes on people. Oh, yeah. I worked for somebody who did that. It was fucking disgusting. So. Yeah. Or like combs, like if you don't put them in the barbicide and then take them out and let them sit for 10 minutes or they just kind of like dip it, it doesn't work like that. You have to let it sit for 10 full fucking minutes. So I don't, so the whole thing with this bill is, so the bill, not like it makes it any better, but the bill itself would require anyone without a license to inform the client before performing any services, which I don't know who the fuck would voluntarily <laughs> go to somebody without a license everybody who wants something done yes, cheaper the ladies with the mullets that they've been cutting themselves <laughs> so they'll have somebody else get the Look. back for them I guess uh-huh. <laughs> but um, they it always comes down to price and when you're licensed or when you're educated you can always charge more for your education yeah if you don't have any, you can charge twenty dollars. I just a think I, I mean, obviously think whatever. the whole thing is just dangerous and reckless, and it makes no fucking sense. You couldn't even sell professional color to people without a license because of liability. So it really doesn't make any sense, and there's a lot of risk to it. And they apparently in this article on fox59.com they reached out to representatives of the legislators who authorize who authored and co-sponsored the bill and they're still working to get a response from them on why they proposed the bill so nobody knows why let's call it some drama like what like who's thinking about the hairstylist the states are always looking for any way they like any which way they can charge you more and get more money out of you so for them to knock off that as a licensure, like you right. are losing money because then they're not renewing, they're not applying. And I I thought that was a little weird right. too, because usually usually the government like state governments are mad greedy and they want right. all your money. Well you wouldn't you wouldn't just I have fucking plumbers come to your house and plumb <laughs> without a and plumb without no. a license. Plums. Would you plumb like, my house? On. It's no. like and that's not even that dangerous. Exactly. <laughs> you know. 
Uh, it, I mean, I'm sure. Because be, <laughs> this one plumber that I knew who, who was like a regular in the salon that I worked at, he was this nice young man. And he was like, did you put Drano in this pipe? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, you know, we hate when you do that, right? And I was like, no. <laughs> he was like, it's acid. And that's how it eats through all the shit in the pipes and unclogs your pipes because it's acid. And he's like, when you do that and we unscrew the pipe and the water falls on us, we get fucking acid burns. And I was like, well, where, like, prepare for that. Wear long sleeves. I'm sorry. You know, that's an occupational hazard. You should really prepare for that. But also, like, you know, they get hurt on the job. I guess it's more complicated than I thought. I don't know. Plus, plumbing shit smells terrible i don't know but i was like all right, right listen a, learned i won't put drano down before they I went plumber. and they got licensed to do this job <laughs> so yeah they learned they learned like what pipes right. connect to what pipes like <laughs> i'm like a fucking welder he's fucking yeah. playing with fire that's right like, burn, like he could burn well, the shit out but- of he went to school for that. He's in a goddamn union. Well, we should have a union. Don't even but get that's, started. That's exactly the point. Like we're we were trained. We're not unionized. Well, but we should be. The, we're <laughs> trained to use these chemicals that we're putting on other people to probably properly use these chemicals on other people for a reason. It's not like we're just, you know styling their hair that would be different if they were like you don't need a license to do blowouts then that's different but uh to cut somebody's hair and to do color and all of that there's a lot of other stuff that goes into it other than just um slapping it on somebody's head although these people on youtube that brad mondo reacts to seem to think that's the way you do it and they get a fine result sometimes yeah. that I don't even understand how they get. I mean, it goes hand in hand. You cannot, like I was complaining before, you can have talent and not right. be educated, but it's just a exactly. safety. It's an issue of safety is what it really truly is. And plus it's also, I mean, this is all conjecture here because it's not even happening in New York State. We're just no. freaking out over nothing because I that's just what think we it's do. Not fair. But you know, sometimes it's not fair. Sometimes states do copy off of each other. I can't see New York ever relinquishing, no. like, like holding our wallets like that because they mm-hmm. they get you every which way they can for money. So I can't see them getting rid of that licensure. But um, you know, it's going to cause division within the hairdressing community, which is already such an mm-hmm. ugly business. Sorry guys to like spoil it for you and like ruin the smoke and mirrors, but it's a really, really, really seedy and like mm-hmm. dirty business. And you're gonna create like division amongst the people who will have the license and the people who do right. not and who both practice Regularly, and that's going to cause like a disruption between, you know, we're trying to work towards harmony and unity together right now as a community because of like what we've all been through collectively into in 2020. So I just kind of feel bad if that bill does get passed in Indiana, what it's going to do for their mental state, yeah. you know? feel less than they'll feel like anybody can do what I do now I don't deserve to charge what I charge you know like right. things like that it's just gonna it's gonna be disruptive to their yeah, it just ma- doesn't make any sense there's like not one thing about it that makes any sense <laughs> and like oh like they woke up one day I, okay. and we're like you know what let's 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 not have our hairstylist license we think that's great that's a great idea <laughs> Yeah, hair is mean, probably yeah, already happen. bad enough in Indiana. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, what they probably there's probably mullets. a lot of mullets <laughs> in Indiana, depending on where you are. I'm not saying all of it. Why do you hate a mullet? <laughs> the same. Why do you I hate, hate mullets? <laughs> but <laughs> do you hate the look of them, or do you hate actually doing them as a haircut? Um, I just don't think that they're nice <laughs> to be honest with you i mean listen 
like sometimes sometimes some cool trendy girl will have a mullet and she really pulls it off and it looks cool like i'll give mullets that much like sometimes they look kind of cool if they're done right if the person has like a certain look they're going for but yeah, if you're Nicolas Cage from the 80s and Con Air, sure. <laughs> no, sometimes, like, these younger girls, like, have that kind of style that they can really pull it off. And, like, it just looks like it goes with them. But I don't yeah, think that mullets should be as widespread as they once were, that everyone had <laughs> one. Like, I just, just I don't mullet. understand why they're coming back. I don't know who did it, <laughs> but whoever did. Kim's like, no, open mullets. <laughs> Whoever did it, fucking stop it. But I guess we could go over the poll results since we're talking about the mullet now. But we had... <laughs> did another we poll. did a little poll on Instagram because Behind the Chair posted um, something. And let me just pull it up so I can read it. Um, Behind the Chair posted uh, something that said mullet slash shags are now the norm long layers are now the alternative so i posted a story polling people like how do you feel about it because kim hates it i don't so much hate shags i hate mullets um so 62 percent. so the two answers that you could choose were love one was love mullets and the other was please no so 62 percent said please no and 38 percent said love mullets so like I said, it depends, you know, shags. I don't really mind. I really was digging shags for a while. Like once they first came back, I think I had one, uh, you know, it was, I think they can be cool. I like like the textured, like, you know, really short, like, you know, haircut like that. How do you, when you when you do them on your clients, how do you do them? Like a classic ninety degree angle, or do you disconnect everything? Uh, or probably what do both. you do? It how depends. Do do it? I I kind of I kind of disconnect everybody's haircut a little bit because um you get more I feel like I can get Movement. more height and blend the layers more, believe it or not, when I disconnect the top layer from the bottom. But I don't know if that makes any sense, but I kind of disconnect everybody's layers a little bit. But when I would do the shag, I would. I would do like a 90 degree haircut basically and then blow it out. And then at the end, I would texture the shit out of it and disconnect it even more. You see how many terms there are? And if you don't go to school and don't get a license, you won't know. Right, Indiana. So (laughs) I'm sure the state legislators are listening to this podcast yeah they're like damn they're fucked up <laughs> you know keep risk really you shed a light on this <laughs> it really slaps, it really slaps. just kidding um yeah so i don't know how it, how do you feel about mullets and shags i think similarly i would never sport a mullet because i don't think i could rock it i'm not that edgy but i think like they're all right i find mm-hmm. them comical like, I, they don't really bother me like they used to um, when I was much younger. And I had, like, this gym teacher that looked like Jay Leno, and she had a mullet, like a legit mullet. Um, and she honestly looked like Jay Leno. I'm not kidding. Very unfortunate face. Only a mother could love. Just kidding. Um, but she, she, like kind of pulled it off it was her thing i honestly couldn't imagine this woman with any other haircut than her mullet if she ever changed it i'd be like that's not you put it back so i don't i don't know if i i hate them that much anymore i find them nostalgic what i don't like and never will like and i think dylan touched on this last week is a rat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, maybe your parents or cousins. But, like, honestly, it's... I don't like that. I like shags. I think they're cool. I like texture in the hair. I like movement. I like volume and height. Um, I like a well-done shag. I I do, too. I don't sound weird, but whatever. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like like a well-cut No, I I was Uh, really into it when it first came back. Like, the shags. So they were calling that the shag or the like the modern mullet 
And I did a lot of them. I, and like I said, I had one. And at the time, scene hair was the thing. So it was very popular. And I was into it. I really liked it. I kind of like I got the look down. If people wanted it, they'd come to me. I'd do it. Like, yeah, like I, cool. I really liked it. I really was into like texturing the hair and like removing the weight and making it move and like, you know, whatever. But mullets are a different story and they can kind of border on a rat tail <laughs> sometimes. They can, depending on how much you take. Yeah, exactly. Back, so, yeah. I mean, it depends on the mullet. I mean, I've seen, like I said, I've seen some of these younger trendy girls with mullets and they look cool. Would I look good with mullet? No, absolutely not. <laughs> so no, not you. I would look. Sorry. I would look horrible. I mean, you. I you know, I'm sure there's some people that never grew out of the mullet phase. I have some family members that never did, but you know, oh, no. I do not prefer the mullet. Shags are fine. <laughs> Shags are fine. I don't mind short layers. Like that's cool. But mullets, please don't come to me. And I can't consciously let somebody leave like that, even if they wanted it. <laughs> so, you know, whatever. But sometimes it's just not your style. So it's not my style. So don't come to me for a mullet. You can go to somebody of the, yeah. the other percentage that likes doing them and get a cool mullet. But no, thank you. So, yeah. So that that's our thoughts on the, uh, the Indiana passing or trying to propose a bill that removes um, hairdressing licenses and it's about what you would think our opinion would be and also um, you know mullets yeah, so if you wanted to know what we thought about mullets yeah, that's that so also really quickly before we get into the make it black campaign <laughs> Um, I hope everybody liked last week's episode with um, our fiancés. I did. It was funny, and I even enjoyed the. Well, I always do, but I enjoyed listening to it um, on my way to work. Well, it made me laugh. If you didn't again. notice, not you, because you were there and you you knew. Um, I was very drunk by the end of the episode. Oh my god! Incoherent. I was not incoherent. I was fine. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but I'm kidding. I'm sure you could hear the decline in my sobriety throughout the episode, especially the way that I closed it. <laughs> but it was so entertaining. It's like I, it, I, man, I don't know. I mean, I was like, maybe the list, maybe no, the listeners won't notice, but I mean, it was pretty bad. So if you wondered, but maybe yeah, they will. If they wondered what was wrong with me, that was what was wrong with me. <laughs> so anyway. Absolutely nothing was wrong with you. But we perfect. hope you all enjoyed that episode last week. That's the one and only episode that the guys will probably listen to. <laughs> I was getting, I was getting. They didn't even listen to it yet. No, I he, it. Dylan listened. Hi, he listened to it. He was bothering I'm me surprised. for when it came out. He's like, "How did this sound? And how did that sound?" And I'm like, "I cut that out." And he's like, "Can I hear it?" And I'm like, "No, I cut it out." You're so. You're so involved, Dylan, when you're on the episode, but not when you're not. Yeah, I know. On it. He said he went back to try mm. and find the episode where we were talking shit about them. And he... If that's every episode, <laughs> it's like I could only find one episode where you were saying that I put things together wrong, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> okay, well then he wasn't yeah. really listening because it's yeah. on every episode. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So sorry, um, sorry for my my rapid decline in sobriety throughout the episode so um i hope you guys had fun and enjoy that episode because it was fun the guys knew a lot more than we thought and it was fun for us to do and if we have another reason to have them on i'm sure we could i'm sure they'd gladly have them on they'd come back on yeah they'd gladly have <laughs> us on their podcast it was like it was like i know we were well dylan kept stealing everyone's <laughs> microphones so He's, at one point, I just want to say you couldn't hear one of the questions being asked because nobody realized that Dylan had taken the mic from my my stand and I asked a question yeah, to an empty so, microphone stand. 
<laughs> because he had it and he yeah, answered so with it. exactly. We asked the guys what a platinum card was, and when I was editing the episode, I heard the answer, but not the question. The question. Yeah, but I was I was also a little too drunk to realize that there was no microphone in front of me. So that that's point. how you know these new microphones are good because it literally only picks up what's directly above them that we didn't even hear you ask the question. The question that I kept saying. Um, question at all. So I had to cut out the, the their answers to that question because there was no question. <laughs> it was. And I'm like, well, okay, thanks, Dylan. Because he thought it was his own um stand-up comedy show it was, it was. The, dylan hour. It was the dylan hour for sure so let's get into the next thing on our list so we're going to talk about the make it black campaign so this is kind of yes. cool there's nine beauty brands that are participating in this campaign the make it black campaign is um a campaign uh, aiming to stop the vilification and racism in the dictionary's definition of the word black meaning that so it's being introduced by sharon shooter she's the founder of oh um i hope i pronounce this right womo beauty um which is a beauty brand that aims to have it's inclusive of all shades but it it caters to um darker shades because you know how there's always been not a lot of options yeah. for darker shades in foundations. So Womo came out and um, they also have like fantastic lipsticks as well. Oh, okay. I have a couple. They're great. Good formulas. Yeah. I, I bought them like not real, like not knowing anything about the brand. I just was like, Oh, this is cool. Cause they have cool packaging and it says like on the packaging of the lipstick, it says like badass like, babe. Yes, and I, I was am. like, hell yeah, I am a fucking badass babe. But um, you know, uh it's aimed at like i don't know it's a good yeah, brand so you should buy it <laughs> it's u-o-m-a beauty if you want to look it up yes but she is the founder of the movement pull up or shut up which is um the movement that uh found like was started to make companies beauty brands specifically show the percentages that they have in leadership um, who are people of color or black. So it was essentially making every business accountable for their right. numbers. So basically. Make It Black is an initiative developed by Pull Up for Change to create meaningful conversations around the definition yes. and society's sentiment to black is what, what it says. The, yes. Mm-hmm. She wants it to be changed to reflect what the word really means, which is bold, beautiful, timeless, and chic. That's a direct quote from an InStyle article that was published on February 5th okay. by Erin Lucas. She actually wants to get the Oxford Dictionary and Merriam-Webster's Dictionary to update their definitions. And I did go, I looked on dictionary.com because I don't have... I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't check to see if Miriam has an mm -hmm. online dictionary, but there's 27 different definitions for the word oh. black. And most of them are not great because the definition of the word is like dirty, soiled, dark, evil, nasty, oh. things like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I know that black is a color or essentially like the absence of all colors. It's like the absorption. Yeah. You know, it absorbs light. Um from a scientific point of view but when you're using it as a describing word that and i guess like you don't mean it in the sense of the word color like you know someone's black heart or you know um it's just it has a negative connotation yeah. surrounding it and then when you pertain it to race and then systemic racism and how everyone in the world um or at least in america is programmed Every person who's not, every white person is like essentially programmed to think of the word mm -hmm. black as negative. And you don't realize that you do it. So essentially, it's stemming an unconscious bias that, like, when you hear the word black, you automatically think bad things mm -hmm. like dark versus light. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
good versus evil, things like that. Um, so she wants to change that. She wants to change the connotation. So this is why she created that movement to show that black right. is beautiful and it is not bad. You know, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. I just, I'm trying to like put it into words um, to, I guess, express mm-hmm. it properly. I'm trying to do it justice here. I hope yeah. that I am. If you want to go on the website, it's makeitblack.org. So it explains mm-hmm. basically what Riss just explained about the campaign and what it's for. So the whole thing is they partnered with um, popular brands to make their most iconic products black. Transform, yeah, transform their most iconic products to black. So 100% of the, the packaging. Right. Packaging. So 100% <laughs> of the net proceeds support black founders through their small business impact fund. So anything that you buy that is um, within this campaign goes to um, goes to that their their small business impact fund 100% of it. Mm-hmm. So it's cool cuz there like I said there's nine beauty brands and we can read them off if you like to. They are it's apparently only certain beauty products from right the brands being repackaged. Yes. Uh, I do have the list present. They're repackaging Briogeo Superfood, Briogeo ColourPop, Dragon Beauty, Flower Beauty, Maybelline, Morphe, NYX, and Pure, and of course, Womo. Uh, Woma um, participated. Briogeo Superfood, Avocado, and Kiwi Mega Moisture Hair Mask. ColourPop's Make It Fearless Palette and Make It Unstoppable Duo. Dragon Beauty, Dragon Glass Liquid Lipstick. Flower Beauty, Blush Bomb Color Drops. Maybelline Superstay matte ink liquid lipstick in thrill seeker so just a one color only morphe continuous setting mist nyx professional makeup warm neutral warm neutrals ultimate shadow palette pure cosmetics fully charged mascara and woma beauty aphrodisiac liquid eyeliner yes those are yeah and there's also ColourPop liner and lippies too oh that wasn't on the list cool good to know ColourPop lippy and pitch on here they're like yes we fucking doing this yeah yeah color pop was very involved so throughout the month of february these products will be available on the brand's website and also on ulta's website mm-hmm. yes you can get them through there yeah so you can go on makeitblack.org and read all about it and follow their instagram and see what products and see if you want to buy anything um I just thought it was kind of cool. I saw a lot of um, influencers and beauty uh, people posting about it. And uh, Dragon Beauty is Nikita Dragon. She's like, if you don't know who she is, I know you do. But she's a big, like, uh, influencer online. And she was posting about it. So that's Dragon Glass. That's her lipstick. Um, It's just kind of cool. It's a cool initiative. It's a cool idea. Um, It's just... I think it's something worth supporting, especially since 100% of the proceeds go to their small business um, initiative or whatever they said. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of, and all the products are affordable too. Like uh, the most expensive thing is the Briogeo hair mask for $36 and the, and followed by like the pure mascara and then the Dragon Beauty liquid lipstick, which is literally black, um, the lipstick itself, and then the Woma eyeliner. So everything else is pretty, everything's pretty affordable, and it's they're nice products. They're you know worth they're worth buying. They're not just you know they're not like little cheap little like oh here's a L'Oreal palette that sucks. <laughs> No, there's there's a good enough selection that there's something for everyone on here, so there really isn't much of an excuse to yeah to not. I honestly, I I have um, a couple of things on the list, mm-hmm. but yeah, it doesn't mean I won't buy more things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to do one of the. I wanted to either buy the ColourPop Shadow Duo because I really like those. Sh- 
the super shock shadows. Um, yeah, I was thinking of buying those. There's two for 12, I believe. Yeah. Or um, I was kind of want to try the Briogeo hair mask because my hair always feels like shit. Like everyone knows by now. It does. So. Yeah, that one would be a good one to try. Yeah. Just to see how you do with it. Yeah. So, yeah, check it out. Buy some stuff. And, and, uh, you can also always just support that. I think you can make a donation if you go to makeitblack.org. You don't have to buy the beauty products if you oh, don't yes. need to. You're right. This is something that I may do because I, like I said, I have like a decent amount off this list already and I haven't been wearing makeup, mm-hmm. even though in the last episode, Eric said I wear makeup to work. He's fucking lying. <laughs> he doesn't even know. I don't wear any makeup to work. I look like I'm dead. <laughs> when I People are like, are you ill? And I'm like, no, I'm just here. With no makeup. <laughs> anyway. Well, so I'm just reading the facts on the Make It Black website about the campaign. And it's always going to be, it's going to be an ongoing campaign. It's not just like a short. No, this thing. isn't going to be short and sweet. She wants change. She's not going to stop. And I, you know, stand behind that because that's the only way you're going to get changed is if you make noise and you are persistent. Yeah. So they said, um, one of the questions is what is the pull up for change small business impact fund? So the small business impact fund is, it says is a newly created fund dedicated to supporting early stage black founders to create a pipeline and ensure black businesses are fostered in 2020, less than 1% of available capital went to black owned businesses. The focus of this fund is to issue grants to founders who are yet to raise any outside investment. Um, The fund will not be taking any equity in these businesses and will not require the businesses to pay it back. Um, Mm -hmm. And it, yeah, you, you're right. You can make a direct donation to pull up for change impact fund and they said, how else can you support? You can sign the petition to the dictionaries to change the definition of black. And you can find the petition at www.change.org slash make it black. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. There's lots of ways for you to show support. So. Yes. Next on the list, we have, <laughs> we have a brand called. Uve Uve Beauty. So it's U-V-E Beauty. With an accent mark on the E, Yes, there's an accent mark on the E. So to nobody's surprise, I found this brand on TikTok (laughs) because Michaela, Michaela, that really popular TikToker with the Boston accent that does. Oh, yeah. Um, So they sent her a PR package and she said it was like the most thoughtful PR package she ever got because they made her like the special like um, they sent her like a bottle of champagne with her favorite color like it was glitter in her favorite color and it I don't know it was just a really thoughtful package. So I was like okay like let me check it out. So basically this brand sells antimicrobial blenders like sponges and brushes brushes. Mm -hmm. and there was a couple reasons i mean it's always important to clean your brushes and your um sponges i never i don't i never do worst i I do it like once a month and then i wonder why my face breaks out i'm like well you're a dick because that's why right (laughs) so i mean a lot of us don't do it as much as we should i definitely don't (laughs) so i don't have that time it was it's a little bit i know it because it's a whole process and they gotta dry Mm -hmm. forever and it just takes so long yeah and then i have brushes like hanging out of the woodwork in my bathroom to dry because i have a thousand brushes Right. And I, I use all of them for no reason. <laughs> for one eye. <laughs> for one eye, yeah. For absolutely no goddamn reason. And then they have to dry. And they have to hang them off the edge of your sink. And my sink is right next to my toilet. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it could fall on the toilet. And then it's like, well, that's, you know, that's fucking hepatitis right there. <laughs> so if it touches the toilet. toilet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I close the lid, but still. <laughs> and then the sh- I got to line the shelves. Yeah. And the, it's just a lot is a whole lot i got them stuck to the mirror it's it goes on right well it's rough so 
the the whole thing is the antimicrobial brushes present prevent bacteria growth on the pr- the brushes. But that does not mean it's an excuse right. for you to be like us and never wash them. You still have to wash right. them. They just don't grow bacteria as quickly so you, as your sponge or your brush. Right. So um, the whole thing was I saw, which I, me and Riss, um, I sent it to Riss, the two videos. But one, I follow like the scientist guy that like tests everything and tests the bacteria on everything. And it makes me horrified because there's so many things he tests that I'm like, oh, my God, I touched that. Like, oh, my God, I did that. Oh, my God. He swabbed a fucking park bench and there was so oh, no. much bacteria on it. And I'm like, park benches? I didn't think of that. No. <laughs> You're like, I sit on those. I sit on those. And so then I sit in my car. <laughs> so he did a test on dirty beauty blenders and makeup sponges and they were horrible. The results were horrible. There was so much yeah, bacteria. Yeah, there's mold in them. Yeah, there was so much bacteria on the brushes and on the beauty blenders that he basically said, like, you wonder why you fucking have acne? Like, this is why. Because. No, I don't wonder. I know. Not you, but you, <laughs> you're smearing bacteria all over your face and you could get a sty in your eye. You could get a. Yeah, he was like, you can get a staph infection. And I was like, oh, no fucking thank you, know. ma'am. <laughs> That's how you lose a goddamn eye. Well, yeah. So. Um, let me see what exactly the description of these products are. I mean, they are my antimicrobial. Um, they did their own little bacteria test on their, um, blender versus the beauty blender versus the real technique sponge. And there was the only one, theirs was the only one that didn't have shit all over it after this amount of time that they did this for so they wet the sponges and let them sit basically for a week like a week i think um i thought it was two weeks but it, it was still a, rel- yeah, it was a it relatively was- short period of time and then that shit had fucking mold on it right so they was- they sell um they sell a few different things they don't have like a wide range of products but they do sell they sell um a set of they sell a set of 11 brushes that are on sale for $60 right now. They sell a set of 5 brushes and then they sell each brush sets with a makeup bag also if you need it. Everything is on sale right now. Um and then they also sell a UVC sterilizer. Um yeah, they sell like a cleaner, yeah, the light cleaner and those are sold out. I looked. Yeah. <laughs> So even in the time of not COVID, like it's still important to make sure you clean your brushes. Yeah, just if shit ever goes back to normal, please don't abandon your clean cleaning habits of like washing your hands after everything. Yes, please do not. Please. It's still a good habit to have. Yeah. And like not being on top of each other anymore and like not sneezing on a stranger's fucking neck. Like that's really cool. You guys can keep keep not doing that. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so it says up to 99% bacteria free makeup brushes and sponges. So they are embed they have embedded antimicrobial additives that eliminate bacteria growth throughout. They're vegan and cruelty free, 100% high por- performance, no shed synthetic brushes. They do not change shape. They have a solid wood handle and eight coats of paint protection specifically. Um Patent pending yeah, cop- <laughs> copper four ring feral, which I don't know what that is. And then what? I just tell you. Oh, oh, a ferrule. That's the thing that holds the brushes together. A ferrule. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's if it's like yeah, it's the thing that holds it's the um the metal piece that holds the bristles to the stick. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I mean that's really I mean that's really all there is to it, they just have this technology that's supposed to protect the brushes from growing bacteria. Um, right now, they're on sale and they are affordable and they sell, I mean, they sell bundles of things. like It's like a full face of brushes that you would need and a fancy makeup bag if you need that too. 
and you can go green. They actually will ship it to you instead of in traditional retail packaging. You can opt to get it in the makeup bag that like those sets. They'll just stuff everything in the bag and ship it to you that way in a box. Oh, versus, okay. Yeah. Versus you getting things in packaging, mm -hmm. which is cool because then, you know, hello, you save the earth a little bit. Yeah. I was reading somebody wrote that about going green and I didn't know what that was. <laughs> so yeah yes. I thought. That, yes. I mean I think it's cool I think they're like definitely a newer upcoming company um, I haven't heard of antimicrobial brushes I didn't think it was a thing it might not even be it could just, like the sponge I might believe more than the brush because you can literally cut the sponge open mm -hmm. and see the inside of the sponge if you go inside uh, if you look inside the bristles of a brush it looks just like it a regular brush you can't tell if there's bacteria in there unless that shit's you know like covered in black mold like then you wouldn't know right <laughs> let me see oh the blenders let me just tell you what kind of blenders they have too that they sell one violet antimicrobial blender then which basically looks like regular beauty blender then they have a three pack and then they have a six pack and a makeup bag for $64.99. If you buy one right now, it's $14.99. And then they have the Helio Microbial Blender, um, non latex material. It has multi edges to give you control and blend, flawless blend. Um, again, 99% bacteria free. Um, same stuff as the brushes, non-latex, standard and multi-edge blenders, versatile blending options, and they just blend better, apparently. But they have a UV, a UV personal series brush UVC sterilization. System. Yeah, I don't know what that means either in regards to it. Like, if you buy it, of course it's personal. Right. What, I don't understand. I don't understand the question. So <laughs> it says it is the first compact, portable, and effective makeup brush sterilizer on the market with a rechargeable battery, um, patent-pending dome bristle spreading design for deeper sterilization. What you can do one to three brushes at a time, energy-efficient, UVC germicidal light, uh, holds any size makeup brush, uh, disinfects the most common size makeup brushes, Multiple cleaning cycles, ranging from quick to deep, sanitize, embedded antimicrobial additives that eliminate bacterial growth throughout. Last 15 cleaning cycles with one charge. So that's pretty cool. I actually really would like that. That's $69.99. And then they have another one that's $99.99. The limited black edition. <laughs> What is that? What even is it's that? This, oh, it, it's bigger. It holds up to five makeup brushes, makeup blenders, and eyelashes. Four times oh, bacteria killing power, energy efficient. What? It does eyelashes? That's what it says. Disinfects Damn, almost, that's useful. I just spray mine with alcohol. <laughs> disinfects almost any size brush. Multiple cle cleaning cycles from quick to deep. And then same thing. Uh, basically, yeah. So this, so there's the two different ones. The one is sixty nine ninety nine, which is smaller, and the other one is bigger and apparently has four times the bacteria killing power, and it holds more things. Um, and that's like I said, nine 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 nine. But those are temporarily sold out. But that's pretty cool. I like that idea. Yeah, and they're already sold out. So good. They're for already them. sold out. Make a TikTok video and make it go viral and give them more free advertising. I'm sure that's why they're sold out. <laughs> I'm sure it's viral in some part of oh TikTok. I don't know. Do you want to move on to the Gorilla oh, Glue? Oh, yeah. We can move on to the Gorilla Glue. So This is so sad. This is a sad, sad So day. if you... This lady's people hair. People haven't seen it. You don't have to even be on TikTok to have seen it because people are posting it everywhere. Her hair was the same <laughs> way for a month. And it was not because she wanted it Moving. to be. It was because she ran out of her got to be glued hairspray that she normally uses. <laughs> and she used Gorilla Glue spray adhesive on her hair. She washed it about 15 times and yeah, and she 
shit won't come it's out. not coming out and she tapped it and it sounded like plastic like you said risk it literally sounded yeah, like, like she was she was tapping it. tapping her nails on freaking a countertop so a lot of people were in the comments saying that it can't be real it's not real you know, people will do uh, anything for clout and she has not really I, that shit was hard as a rock she has other videos up and one of them is her using shampoo on it and it's literally not moving it's like smudging it's like smearing <laughs> shampoo on a helmet like it didn't do anything <laughs> and she could wipe it right it is, it is solid yeah, yeah she could wipe it right oh. off <laughs> so um the last video I checked, she went to the ER. Is she all right? I guess, well, I guess they, she was trying to get stuff to get it out. And I guess they gave her some stuff. I don't know what they gave her. She apparently has a YouTube video up of it. Um, but if you want, we'll, and we'll elaborate, but she, her TikTok is, um, it's like D underscore old lady or something like that. But um, yeah, I have a lot of I have a lot of questions about this. Number one, why? Why? Why did Gorilla Glue too for making a product in what? an aerosol can? I that's number numero uno. Number t number other number one is like, hey, why you why did you choose this? I also want to know where Gorilla Glue is in all of this. Because <laughs> to assist, um, I was on their Twitter because you had sent me that. Basically, it was a meme that it was like, uh, it was a fake Gorilla Glue Twitter that said, we never thought we'd have to say this, but do not fucking put our product in your hair. Gorilla Glue didn't tweet that, but I went on their Twitter and um, people are literally tweeting at them like, you need to help this woman. Did you see the viral video? There has to be some way to dissolve your product. You know, basically like, where are you? You know, why haven't you said anything? And that was my first thought. Like there has to be something that either they sell because they make the product that sticks to things and you're not, there's sometimes if you glue something and you fuck it up, you're going to unstick it or remove the glue if you're trying to. So I don't, do they make a, which I, I should have Googled, but do they make a gorilla glue remover that breaks down whatever it is that makes it, <laughs> I so don't strong. know because it's supposed to be permanent. Like you're supposed to use it in instances where you don't want things to um unbreak. Right. You so, know. Right. But do they make your remover? Right. If they did, it's probably not safe to put on your skin right. either. So I was I scrolled through like the sound on TikTok and I saw people giving their advice. And one of the things nobody we don't want <laughs> one of the no. things people were saying was acetone which which oh, yeah. would probably work but how do you put it gets everything how do you off. put that on your head like how do you not get it in your eyes uh, like does somebody uh, you know no you you could probably put it in like a um a bowl and use a, a tint brush i mean i don't know if she would do that or think to do I that i would but. imagine that that might work i mean i'm not a scientist or um an adhesive remover but for the most part, I feel like acetone does get pretty much everything off. Um, so, mm -hmm. But also, I'm just wondering, like, how is her scalp? Like, uh, Well, that was that TikTok you sent of the dermatologist was like, she needs to go to a doctor after she uses acetone because you really can't leave that on your skin mm -hmm. very long. But Like pure but acetone. But it's like now she's blocked all her pores on her head. Yeah, I'm sure her scalp is not happy and with what's her happening for a month. What is to the all the hair, the shed right. underneath? What's happening to that? What's happening because she said it's been a month, so her hair is growing, but is it growing? Like, what is what's happening? It's, it's frozen in place, right? But like, what happens if it like let's say it grew three inches and she couldn't get this off? Like, is her hair going to be half solid and half unstuck? Like, how, I, don't I don't understand. Know. I would be Happen afraid of it breaking at that point. Yeah. I would be afraid of it snapping. To right. be completely truthful. Right. Well, it's... And then she has a weird mullet. Right. <laughs> yeah, so I feel horrible for this lady. I mean, she did make yes. 
not the best decision. But some people were saying, oh, she must have thought it was Gorilla Snot, which apparently is a hair product, which I never heard of. She just thought it would last her a little longer. And, you know, she was right. I don't know. I feel like there's a few things that need to happen. Gorilla Glue really needs to reach out to her and help her out. And Got to Be Glued needs to send her a lifetime, to, yeah, lifetime supply of their hairspray. So this, this never, never happens, happens again. again. <laughs> Lesson learned. The things I learned from TikTok, numero- like number one, don't put super glue in your hair. Do not. I imagine that the old ladies that like to keep their hair rock solid for, you know, a month at a time because <laughs> that use Sebastian shaper. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> and you're like, this does they nothing. don't want it to move. Like they would love this option, but <laughs> do not recommend, ladies. No. Do- <laughs> it's not even an option. But I was laughing because I'm like, imagine the old ladies would love this. I mean, her hair looked really good. Like, it was really pretty, like, styled really nice. I mean, it's not a bad uh-huh. hair to style, style to have stuck. I mean, you wake up every day and it's your hair's done. <laughs> but, I mean, for the rest of your life, True. no. <laughs> the rest of your life. Uh, eventually, it would break down. I also saw somewhere or read somewhere, and I don't know if it was a meme or not, but that every time she washed her hair, the water reactivated the glue. I think oh, yeah. Somebody that wrote that. Some- but is that true? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Because I, I didn't think that um, Gorilla Glue needed water to activate, but maybe there is a thing in it that activates if you get it wet. I don't really know. People are going wild. Like, everyone's really invested in this story. Like, we all really want to know. I, yeah, I need to know how it ends. We want to know what's going to happen. So, does the hair break off? Does she have to shave her head? Does the hair grow? Has it grown in a month? Right. Like, I need to know all of these things. I don't really I, need to know, but I, I want also to just know. imagine how painful it's going to be if they do find something that's going to get it out. Like the amount of brushing she's going to have to do. Her scalp's going to hurt so bad. Yeah. She's going to have some kind of like crazy, like irritation if she doesn't already. I mean, she didn't say she did, but. No. But it took her a whole month to make this PSA, and I'm glad she did. (laughs) She was trying to figure it out before she cried out for help. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually. I'm gonna make sure we're following her on TikTok so we could follow this journey. Well, the re I saw this because somebody tweeted it, and I'm like, how did I not see this video? She was so calm. Yeah, she made it four days ago. She had already gone through all the emotions. She'd already been suffering for a month. I know. So she was already resigned. That's why she was chill. I'm sure when it, she fucking first discovered it, she was had zero chill. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, she's got a GoFundMe. They raised $4,170 of their $1,500 goal for... It doesn't say why. It just says Gorilla Glue Girl. And there's a picture of a medical professional trying to remove it from her head. And no description. (laughs) I do feel bad. I mean, it wasn't a smart decision, but I feel bad because it's going to be bad. It was not a smart decision. Poor girl. I mean, it looks fabulous, but, you know. (laughs) Yeah. It looks great. It looks like you just did it. Meanwhile. Damn. Well, the bottoms of her hair are fine. She probably rebraided that. But I still can't get over the fact that she swirled her fucking hands over it and tapped her nails on it. It sounded like she was tapping it in, like, a countertop. Yeah. Yeah. It's just hard. Like, you could knock on it. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's pretty scary. I hope people don't start trying it now. <laughs> like like Tide Pods, yeah. Pods. Uh, that wasn't us. That was Gen Z. Yeah. But, <sighs> I don't know. It's the internet keeps getting stranger and stranger. So, <laughs> I guess that's all we have this week for Beauty Time. Yeah, I can't believe it. We made it through uh, quickly. Yeah. 
So there's not really much going on. I mean, last mm-hmm. week was a good episode. That's hard to follow up. The week <laughs> that was a really good episode with Colleen. So that's kind of hard to follow up too. <laughs> We're giving you some some solid updates though. Yeah, just some, some product you know, updates. Uh, what's going viral? General housekeeping. Hmm? General housekeeping. Yeah, like, our typical, like, this is yeah. what we do, guys. And if you're new to the podcast, thanks for listening. And this is what we do. Like, this is why it's a tea time. We're not like beauty um, influencers that like, you know, try stuff and like all that. Like we do, but we also like to discuss the new and latest products, even if we haven't tried them. We like to discuss them like, oh, this is trending. Look, let's what's the tea on this? That's what this yeah. is, you know. You just get to sit down on in on us having a conversation of like us deliberating. Should we or shouldn't we? <laughs> right. Like, do we like this product? What do we think about it? Is it worth it? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of stuff. And if we do buy something, we'll tell you our mm-hmm. experience with it. Um, so, yeah, we just kind of like to talk about what's new, what's happening and what we might buy for ourselves. And if you didn't learn. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not rich. I can't just buy all these products and constantly review them. So let's <laughs> let's talk about them. Maybe when the podcast <laughs> gets a little bigger one day, we'll have uh <laughs> we'll have more <laughs> income to <laughs> to review. We'll get PR boxes like Michaela. Oh yeah. Maybe um Uve Beauty will send us one now. Um You hear that, Uve? Yeah. You hear that? We like your product, we think it's cool, we want to try it. um but yeah so if you don't if you don't understand why we don't say we have used these things personally it's it's because we haven't we are just giving you the tea on the new products if you haven't seen them yourself right right well that's right correct correct elaborate yeah well we hope that you enjoyed this little episode of beauty time and um if you're in the northeast getting this fucking snow again for <laughs> the second time in a week this is I'm like so over it the second week i had to cancel clients because of a fucking snowstorm bad for business yeah it's it's really not convenient apparently there's a couple more storms coming too yeah all of next week right yeah yeah the odd I know this bitch. You know, and and that's the thing too. Like winters in New York are weird now because (laughs) sometimes they don't happen. Like last year, we didn't have winter, (laughs) but yeah, we had like one brief snowstorm, and it was like manageable, and we survived, and it was great. And then this year, they're like, "Hey, fuckers, we're coming for you," and they are. But also. Last spring, we had a random May snowstorm. It was so... Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. It was very 2020 of... This is very strange. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, we have winters where we get one snow and it's like two inches and then that's it. And it's over with. And those are the ones that I'm cool with. Right. I'm fine with it if you're going to snow and then melt by the end of the day and I don't have to shovel it or drive in it. Yeah. That's my kind of snowstorm. A very simple, not a complicated one three inches max i'm good i'm golden right so if you're in the northeast and you're experiencing these snowstorms with us we sympathize and we're pissed off too and why yeah. why the fuck would it snow in the winter time i have no more i have like nowhere to put the snow yeah like i've run out of room to put it well it's a good thing you had a truck for this winter yeah that's why yeah. it's snowing because I got a truck. Got a truck. Because <laughs> I can actually drive in it now. You know, my final question before we go is: Oh yes, where do you park in in Brooklyn when it snows like this and there's a garage? Oh, you have a garage. There's no street parking right now. It's virtually impossible because right. you have to drive over the already like frozen snow, so you can't really make any. You can't drive through it. Right, it's frozen. You have to drive on top of it. Right. And that's like off-roading right now. Mm-hmm. So there's no alternate street side parking, like none of that. It's all been suspended because the street sweepers can't clean shit. Mm-hmm. So you can park on whatever side you want if you're lucky enough to find it, but you have to fit in the grooves that are already there from the previous car. Right. And you, 
can't parallel park because there's snow in between each like it's literally like if there were if all the cars pulled away you would see like little cups to fit cars in yeah because they have the walls of snow in between you know what i mean mm-hmm. i thought i was slick and i'm like oh i won't have to clear snow off my car if it snows while i'm at work all right well me and every other asshole parked in the goddamn garage because there's no street park no one will yeah. think of this <laughs> everyone else and their mother thought of it and i was the last fucking one I was like, Great. i guess we should wrap this episode up thank you for joining us for another episode of beauty time we really appreciate you we've got a bunch of new listeners so thank you again for joining us and listening to what we have to say so thanks again for joining us. Um, leave us a review if you like us, but only if you like us. And maybe hit some stars. Only I only accept five stars. Five. Yeah, I was going to say hit some stars. Hit specifically five. five. Specifically. Yeah. That's the it's only great, option anyway, right? <laughs> so anyway, have a good rest of the week. And we'll see you again next week. Okay? Yes, ma'am. We better see you again next week. If you love us, and why wouldn't you, download, rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at BeautyTimePC, or you can hit us up on TikTok and watch some of our videos, or go on to Instagram. Both are at BeautyTimePodcast. Or you can email us at BeautyTimePodcast at gmail.com, because we really want to hear from you. Yes, I love reading letters. Or check out our website, www.beautytimepodcast.wordpress.com. So we have everything that you could possibly need. There's no excuses. On that site. (laughs) (laughs) Beauty Time with Kim and Riss.